Hey guys, how you doing? Joe here. Welcome to the REI In Your Car podcast. And I'm going to do something that I don't think I've ever done before. And I'm going to talk about, I've never done before on this podcast. And I'm going to be talking about God. And uh, it's Easter, so happy Easter. Um, some of you guys listening to this podcast are Christians. Some of you are not. And uh, some of you, you know, maybe believe in God, but it's not that he doesn't play a real big role or a big part of your life. So I just want to say, listen, no judgment or condemnation here, right? Like, I'm not going to um, thump my Bible or be a Bible thumper or try to shove religion down your throat. I just wanted to tell you my story. And, you know, if you don't want to listen, you can bail. Um, and I know this is a real estate investing podcast, but come on, it's Easter. And I'm just going to tell you why God is so important to me and specifically um, my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It's always been a special time of the year for me personally. You know, um, Jesus rising from the dead is, I think, and I know, it's the most pivotal pivotal moment in history. It's the defining moment in history when he died and rose from the dead. And one of my favorite verses comes from Luke 24, verse 5. The angels asked uh, the women that were at the grave, he said, they said, why are you looking among the dead for someone who is alive? And I think we all search, we're all searching for something, you know? It's like we're all searching for the meaning of life, um, but we're looking in the wrong places. Why are we, as you know, as a human race, uh, looking for the living among the dead? So, you know, I, I kind of grew up in the church, and I had a pretty good life life. I mean, I have really nothing to complain about, but we were really poor. My uh, parents had a really rocky marriage. They got divorced when I was about 10 or 11 or 12, that time frame. And it was very, very difficult for me. And I went through a lot of hard times. I started really, I started drinking when I was in my like 12 or 13 years old during that time frame. And, uh, started hanging out with the wrong kids. Um, I mean, looking back and, and now that I have 18, 16, 13 and 11 year old kids, I'm like, Oh my gosh, I was doing that stuff then when these kids were that old. So anyway, um, I had this empty hole in my heart, you know, and I just was not in a place. I was not in a good place, even as just a young teenager. And, um, I really kind of grew up in the church. I knew about God and I knew about heaven and hell. And and every time I'd hear Billy Graham on the TV, I'd watch him on TV sometimes. And I really would get this uncomfortable, uneasy feeling. And Billy Graham's like one of the nicest guys, right? Like of all of the preachers that have been famous or on TV, like he's the one guy who is super normal, right? You know what I mean? In a certain sense, he's not a flashy TV preacher or he doesn't preach hellfire and brimstone, but like whenever he'd preach, I would just have this kind of like stirring in my heart that sometimes just really made me uncomfortable because I was afraid that if I gave my life to Christ, I wouldn't have fun anymore. Like, and I would lose all my friends. I couldn't have girlfriends anymore. I couldn't drink or party anymore. And I had this fear that I would miss out on the fun years of my life. Well, anyway, it was uh, November 5th, 1988. I was 14 years old. 
and I was sitting on my bed and I just all of a sudden had this prompting in my heart like I think God was knocking on the door of my heart and I really had this strong feeling that I needed to commit my life to living for him I needed to commit my life to be uh, his servant and uh, for him to be my let him be my Lord and, uh, and serve him because uh, he's the king and I wanted him to you know I felt like I had this thing I I needed to make him the king of my life um, so anyway I I remember praying and at the time too I was also just so scared because I thought oh man this is it like this is the end of my life like if I say yes to God I'm gonna be I'm gonna be completely boring for the rest of my life like I'm not gonna ever have any fun it's the craziest thing but like I just knew I had to make the decision yes or no I had to make the decision and I knew like if I didn't say yes I may not get another chance again it's kind of weird it's very all this crazy stuff going on in my head well anyway when I I finally said yes okay Lord I give my heart to you and it was a real simple prayer but I can't express or explain enough the feeling of joy that I felt the peace the you know it wasn't like the light shone into my room and I heard this, the the angels singing and the voice of God booming to me. But I just felt such an incredible love from God. Like He loved me and I was His kid, and I finally opened my heart to accept it. It's, it's the craziest thing, you know. Um, so yeah, I became a solid, like rock solid, dedicated born againer. Uh, November 5th, 1988. It's a day that I'll never forget. It was one of the best days of my, it was the best day of my life. Kind of just like Jesus' resurrection was a defining moment in history. The day I gave my life to Christ was a defining moment in my life. And I really do believe that any success that I've had, any good thing that is in my, is in me is 100% because of God. I mean, it's not because I'm such a good person or I have good morals or whatever. No, like I'm a mess. But he is good, and he's been really good to me. Uh, one of my other favorite verses is a verse in um, Jude, I believe, where it says, He is able to present us before his throne completely blameless and without a single fault. I'm kind of paraphrasing it there because I'm driving right now. But he's able to present us, he's going to present us before his throne, the almighty, holy God, when we stand before him, because I believe in Jesus and I believe he's the Lord, I'm going to stand before his throne completely blameless without a single fault. It's like the craziest thing and it blows me away and it still it makes me want to cry when I think about it, how much he loves me, how much he loves you. And I have no doubt in my heart that he does. So that's what I wanted to share. You know, it's Easter. It's a special time of the year. And, you know, listen, if anything that I've said resonates with you, um, just I'd encourage you to, you know, maybe close your eyes and just pray to God. And don't worry about, like, not knowing what to say. You could, you could just say, like, hi, God. And that's, like, that's enough, you know. That's all you need to do. You could just even say, hey, God, it's me. We don't talk much, but I need your help. And he'll come and help you, right? You don't have to be, say the these and the thous or, you know, change the tone of your voice when you're praying to God or something like that. Like you don't even have to get on your knees and fold your hands at the corner of the edge of your bed. 
just close your eyes and like talk to them like a dad, like a father, and tell him hi and 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 ask him for his help and just you know say hey listen God will you will you show me that you're real and um, will you help me figure this thing out does that make sense I tell you what man and girl he loves you he loves you a lot and. I hope you are. I hope you're doing well. I'm hoping you can spend some quality time with your family and your loved ones this Easter. And uh, love you guys. All right, take care. Bye bye.